Hey guys, John from the Blockade Runner Podcast here, and I'm going to do a quick solo episode today um, because I'm excited to talk about episode nine and some fun speculation um, inspired by a tweet from a journalist a few days ago. Now, um, Ryan's not with me today. Ryan is in Japan enjoying his holiday break, so uh, we'll come back together um, and do some more Blockade Runner Podcast episodes when he's back. But um, like I said, I'm just excited to talk about some of the speculation regarding episode nine and uh, been itching to talk Star Wars. So I'm just going to do it on my own today. So the tweet in question here is from Peter Scaretta of Slash Film. And this is from a couple days ago. Uh, I'm recording on the 30th, um, but uh, Peter put this tweet out on the 27th. And uh, the tweet states, the original tweet states, if you want some hints about episode nine, you might want to revisit some of the early concept art from The Force Awakens. Okay. So Peter Scaretta followed that up by saying he honestly thought it was an innocent tease and people wouldn't blow it out of proportion. Here I am blowing it out of proportion, doing a whole podcast episode about it. But the deal is like, I'm excited about episode nine. Episode nine's on the horizon. Uh, we don't have a trailer. JJ Abrams has not released really anything uh, since the first day of shooting as far as information goes. And that's fine. They don't need to. Um, I'm not angry about it, but I still want to talk about it. I'm still excited about episode nine. I'm thinking about it all the time. Um, so while I don't think this uh, this tweet from Slash Film Peter Scaretta is is like this um, this big reveal or or anything like that, I'm not taking it too seriously. I still think it's a fun excuse to pull down my Force Awakens art book um, and even my Last Jedi art book from Phil Showstack. They're amazing books. Um, any excuse to pull those down and go through them is fine with me. Um, and it seems like a good idea or a, a, a good inspiration for a little podcast episode. So that's what we're going to do. So I have my copy of uh, The Art of Force Awakens here. And uh, I went through and found some pages that I think could be fun to look at in terms of what could be on the horizon for episode nine. Again, do I think that the stuff I'm going to point out here is uh, likely to be part of episode nine? No, not really. But um, it's at least stuff that's, uh, that's uh, fun to consider. And, you know, there could be some links or maybe not. But either way, um, this is the time of year, <laughs> the time of the, the lead up to this new movie where... I just want to speculate and, and have some fun looking at stuff like this. So uh, that's the idea for for today. Um, first page we're going to look at here, and I'll, I'll post this up in the video, but if you have your copy of The Force Awakens, uh, Art of Force Awakens, and you, and you want to follow along, um, page 18 uh, is the first one. And this one is called Saber Studies. Um, and it's basically, um, it's a piece of concept art from, from Ryan Church. And um, the... Uh, the, the caption that goes along with it says, you can see the little trigger crystal on the far right one. That's the most primitive lightsaber there is. All this aluminum milled stuff, that's all just for safety and styling. Um, and so, so what this image is, is, is a couple of uh, uh, images of like very primitive um, uh, original. Uh, well, basically, it's a, it's a crystal and then a sort of standard kind of lightsaber, except for instead of the blade um, coming out, it's, it's a crystal coming out. And then uh, it has a very primitive looking like there's rope and and uh, very sort of like natural uh, materials put together a lightsaber. So um, I thought this was interesting because, of course, uh, uh, Anakin and Luke and Ray's uh, lightsaber um, was destroyed at the end of The Last Jedi, and uh, we're thinking Ray's going to have to have a new lightsaber, right? She's going to have to create a new lightsaber. Um, and I don't think it's likely that she'll create something that looks sort of primitive or or a handmade, um, I would assume if she creates her own lightsaber, um, just like Luke did in Return of the Jedi, it will look pretty similar to uh, a modern lightsaber. But I kind of like the idea. I find the idea interesting that, you know, maybe she has to sort of create a more handmade um, 
uh, kind of kind of lightsaber, um, especially because Kylo Ren's lightsaber is I wouldn't call it primitive, but um, it's it's jagged and and sort of like unfinished looking in some ways. Um, of course, the the hilt itself is pretty standard stuff. I mean, it's got some exposed wires, but otherwise, it is that milled aluminum or or whatever they sort of. Uh, phrased it as but um yeah i don't know i thought it would be fun um or it's a fun idea to consider that perhaps uh, ray's lightsaber could end up being uh, a little more kind of uh, handmade looking so the next one i want to look at is on page 26 of the force awakens uh, art of force awakens book and this is an image called fire and ice concept and this is from eric timmons and uh, essentially what it shows is, well, first off, the caption says that Rick Carter, the production designer, was uh, really keen on bringing the concept of fire and ice together visually. And so the image itself um, shows uh, a Jedi, I guess Luke maybe, um, or a Jedi of some kind. Uh, maybe it's Kylo Ren, I don't know. Um, holding a double-sided lightsaber, one end is red, one end is blue. Now, this is like early phases of Force Awakens concept art, so I don't think this is something that was probably very seriously considered for the movie um, at any point, but because um, I think it looks kind of goofy, honestly, um, and it's more of a conceptual thing, you know, just to kind of explore thematic ideas and stuff, at least is how I'm interpreting this. Um, I would not myself... I would not like to see a lightsaber with a red a red end and a blue end. But what I thought was interesting about this is that um, it, the whole fire and ice thing and thinking of of, uh, of Rey and Kylo Ren as sort of like two opposites of one another um, and, and them representing kind of different sides of the force and that sort of thing. Um, and I think that's an idea that could definitely be explored further in uh, episode nine. Um, so while I don't think this image itself is something we're likely to see, in episode nine, uh, it, it would be interesting for, uh, or I think it's likely for the movie to explore that relationship between Kylo Ren and Rey and sort of like the different elements of the force that they represent or the different sides of the force that they might represent. How they would do that in episode nine, I don't know. Um, obviously, some people would like to see them kind of bring those two sides together and create some sort of new way um, that incorporates both dark side and the light. I don't think that's probably where it's really headed, but um, already Force Awakens and Last Jedi kind of emphasize or explore the sort of duality between those two characters. And um, JJ and I think Ryan both have referred to Kylo Ren and Rey as sort of dual protagonists or or one protagonist with two sort of different um, facets or sides to them. So uh, I think that's something that will continue to be explored in Episode Nine. Um, though I personally don't think it's going to result in them coming together to create some sort of ultimate alliance, um, but it could. So the next images I want to look at here on pages 34 and 35. We actually have three images here that I thought are kind of interesting um, in terms of looking back at them for content for, for episode nine. Um, the first is called Death Star Trench Underwater, and this one was put together by Ian McKaig and Doug Chang. Um, and uh, it, it, it features uh, Kira at the time, who would become Rey, um, swimming underwater um, near, uh, I guess, like part of uh, the Emperor's Tower from the second Death Star. Uh, and the concept there is that when um, the Death Star was destroyed, the second Death Star, Return of the Jedi, uh, part of it, I guess, would have landed on Endor and been underwater, and uh, Kira's there looking for a map to where Luke Skywalker is in this concept art. 
Um, doesn't make a whole lot of sense scientifically, but I guess Star Wars doesn't really need to. Um, I think we saw pretty much the entire second Death Star vaporize, so I don't really know how the Emperor's Tower would have fallen to Endor and stayed in one piece and all that stuff. But um, who cares? Because conceptually, it's a really cool idea. Um, and this image is really striking. Um, so that's one. And then the other one I wanted to look at um, is actually two of uh, Vader's Castle and Villain's Castle. These are on 34 and 35. And these are from um, Brett Northcutt. So um, these are really cool too. Uh, I guess back to back to the first one of, um, of Ray Underwater. Uh, I don't think that the second Death Star uh, is going to factor into um, episode nine. And I don't think looking for a map to Luke Skywalker is going to factor into episode nine. But one of the things, uh, Scaretta said about his initial tweet when he was sort of not walking it back, but, um, you know, imploring people to calm down, um, is, uh, is that, you know, he was kind of, um, thinking more in terms of like aesthetic ideas and sort of general feelings and vibes and stuff like that. And not so much, you know, direct plot points. So again, while I don't think the second Death Star tower, the Emperor's tower from the second Death Star is going to be part of episode nine. Um, I do think it's it would be interesting if there was an underwater element to it, um, sort of searching underwater maybe, or even some kind of underwater uh, fortress or, or battle or something like that. Now, uh, I would prefer, because when I look at this image, I see a lone character sort of exploring this underwater fortress. To me, that's pretty compelling and interesting. The idea of like an underwater battle between, you know, the rebels in, in the First Order, the resistance in the First Order, that could be cool too, I guess. Um, but it's not necessarily something I'm looking for in episode nine or something that I would personally be really excited about in episode nine. Not that they couldn't pull it off really well, but, um, just sort of the feeling I get in, in the tone or whatever of this image of, of a lone sort of, you know, heroic figure exploring underwater, you know, in the, in the depths of this fortress underwater, I think that's cool. And it's something that, you know, I don't know that it's likely they'll return to, but, uh, if it made sense, um, Plot-wise, I think it would be visually interesting and sort of, you know, uh, narratively, thematically interesting. So that could be something they could come back to. Um, and then as far as the Vader's Castle stuff goes, uh, I think a lot of Star Wars fans, a lot of us are um, are pretty interested in the idea of Vader's Castle making an appearance in an actual saga film. Because uh, we really haven't had that yet. We've had Mustafar in Revenge of the Sith. And of course, we had Vader's Castle and Mustafar in Rogue One. Um, we've also seen it in other sort of canon, I don't know, stories or sources, comics and things like that. But um, it hasn't shown up in a saga film. Um, and uh, you know, I don't know if rumor is the right word or if it's just, you know, speculation. But there has been uh, discussion that I've seen from Star Wars fans about the idea of Kylo Ren, um, you know, exploring uh, Vader's castle, making uh, a, a base of Vader's castle, um, going to Vader's castle, whatever. Um, so Kylo Ren at Vader's castle in episode nine, that's an idea I think could be pretty cool and pretty compelling. Um, and again, you know, whatever they were going to do with Vader's castle here in, in force awakens when they were creating this concept art, I'm not sure. I don't think they would do the same thing with it necessarily at this point for episode nine, but, um, there's been quite a bit of, Vader's castle showing up in different material related to, uh, or not related to, but different Star Wars material in the, in the past year or two or three. Um, and so for it to kind of, it's been introduced to, to fans that are following along closely, but for it to be introduced kind of as part of the saga, um, I think to general audiences, it could be kind of a cool reveal. And then to, you know, Star Wars fans who are following things closely, um, it would sort of, 
I don't know if legitimize is the right word, but it, it would kind of bring some legitimacy to it, to me anyways, I guess, to see it in a saga film, especially the final saga film. Um, and, you know, since episode nine kind of needs to bring things together in terms of, you know, all three of these trilogies and sort of, um, you know, making it feel like a culmination, not just of the story told by Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, but the entire saga, Um I don't think we're bringing Darth Vader back necessarily, although an Anakin Force Ghost seems like a possibility. Um, we're not bringing back the villains from previous Star Wars movies, um, but you know, if we were to travel, or if Kylo Ren were to travel to Darth Vader's castle on Mustafar, that's a way of kind of bringing that connection to previous trilogies in in a way that I think would be would be pretty exciting and pretty cool, um, and would make a lot of sense narratively. Uh, Kylo Ren is a huge Darth Vader fanboy. Why wouldn't he want to go to that castle? And, you know, he's probably looking for answers um, and guidance and all that sort of thing now that he's the new supreme leader of the First Order. So, you know, it seems like a, a kind of natural uh, opportunity um, for, you know, the team putting together Episode Nine to kind of tie things together. And, and I would definitely be into that. So speaking of Anakin, uh, next uh, piece I want to look at is on page 44 of the Force Awakens art book. And it's called Luke and Anakin Epiphany. And uh, this is an image, again, from Ian McCake, and it includes uh, a quote um, from Ursula Le Guin, um, well-known uh, author, science fiction author. And the quote is, when you light a candle, you also cast a shadow. Um, and McCaig writes, uh, that inspired me to propose for the first time that Anakin's ghost could come back. This one's kind of obvious. Uh, episode 9, again, is wrapping up the saga. Why not bring back... Um, you know, Hayden, why not bring back Anakin's force ghost? Um, especially because, you know, Kylo Ren seems like potentially he's misguided about what happened, uh, with Darth Vader, you know, in the force awakens, we hear him say, grandfather, you know, I will finish what you started. Um, and I don't think he means sort of like ending the Sith and, uh, and returning to the light side of the force. So it seems like perhaps Kylo Ren is a little misguided about, um, about Anakin's journey, about Darth Vader, about this person that he is, uh, that he, that he is attempting to emulate. And so could Anakin show up and, and sort of try to set him straight, uh, in episode nine? I mean, I think that seems like a possibility in the image here in the art of force awakens. It's an image of Luke and, uh, Anakin force ghost, not Kylo Ren in Anakin force ghost, but this is again from early days. And that's what, uh, Scaretta was, was talking about with his tweet. There is like, look at the early concept art of force awakens. So when the story was still sort of taking shape, um, you know, if we, if we read all the way through the art of the force awakens, um, which I would recommend everybody does, because again, it's amazing. Um, as you get further and further into the process, the ideas and the images and the concept art that we're seeing in, in the book is much more closely linked to the actual film, The Force Awakens, because the further it gets into the process, the more concrete those ideas become. Um, early in the process, it seems like it's much more about exploring possibilities. And so uh, though we didn't see Luke communing with Anakin's Force ghost in, in The Force Awakens, um, you know, it doesn't mean that we couldn't get a scene like that in episode nine. Uh, those are ideas that they were looking at, thinking about, exploring, and those are the kinds of things they could bring back. I don't know that I would prefer to see, I'm not sure how a conversation between uh, Luke and, and, and his father would go. Uh, I feel like we got that conversation in Return of the Jedi. And honestly, um, if you push it beyond a sort of superficial level, uh, I think some 
hard questions have to start coming up and and i'm not sure how that would all uh how, how that would all work out in terms of conversation between luke, luke and darth vader um you know it's like hey i'm sorry you were right uh thank you for saving me thank you for bringing me back to the light now i gotta go um that seems about as far as you can go with that conversation without getting into the difficulties of what happened to my mom and uh you know what about all these uh what about all the the decades of terror and oppression that you facilitated uh what about you murdering so many jedi you know that conversation i don't know that there's a good answer for for a lot of those things in a conversation between luke and, and darth vader um but for anakin to come back and say kylo ren i made the same mistakes that you're making now uh don't repeat them that's a conversation that I think could have a lot of value in episode nine. And again, it would do a great job of tying everything together, but also it could be really um, critical or really important to moving along Kylo Ren's story. And personally, I want to see episode nine include, uh, you know, tiebacks and thematic links to the rest of the saga because I want it to feel like a culmination of the entire saga. But I think when, when things are brought back, um, as far as characters and that sort of thing goes, I mean, locations and, and aesthetic things and, you know, technology, whatever, you can bring in stuff from all the trilogies and, and, and do that in a way that I think will feel natural. But as far as bringing back characters from previous sagas or not previous sagas, but previous films and, 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 and that sort of thing, I think it needs to be in service of moving the sequel trilogy characters forward. So again, a conversation between Luke and, and Anakin doesn't necessarily do much for the characters of the sequel trilogy um but a conversation between uh, anakin and kylo ren does that along those same lines on page 72 there is a piece of art called jedi killer meditation chamber from christian alsman and uh, this one's interesting because it features the jedi killer character who of course would become kylo ren um, this jedi killer character in a meditation chamber uh, but he's speaking to luke and, and, and Luke is showing up in a, in a red hologram, which is interesting, but he's, he's discussing or talking uh, with Luke. And so, you know, um, while I think I'd prefer, uh, well, I don't know, actually, I think I would love to see uh, Luke um, interact with Kylo Ren in some way as well. Now, at this point, I don't think that it's going to be in a meditation chamber through a hologram. Uh, as we know that, you know, at the end of the, the last Jedi, Luke has, you know, moved on from this plane, become one with the force. However you want to phrase that, um, I think he'll come back as a, as a spirit. Um, and he could certainly, you know, talk with Kylo Ren that way. So, um, again, while it's not going to play out, uh, the same way that it does in this concept art, I'm looking at this image and thinking about the conversation that could occur between Kylo Ren and Luke Skywalker in episode nine. Um, and that seems like something they may absolutely return to. And I would personally love to see, um, you know, Luke's final words to Kylo Ren in The Last Jedi, you know, see you around, kid. Uh, to me, that that's something that I think really needs to be um, fulfilled or, or um, needs to become part of episode nine. Um, it's, you know, it'll be fine if it doesn't. But at the same time, I feel like, you know, watching that final interaction between them and The Last Jedi and, and, and Luke telling Kylo Ren, I'll see you around um, if episode nine comes and goes and there is no interaction again between Luke and, and Kylo Ren. I think that will feel um, like a missed opportunity, uh, to say the least, and um, just kind of awkward and, 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 and uh, sort of weird if, uh, if that doesn't happen. So um, I'd love to see that. I would love to see that, especially if Kylo has grown a little bit or if Kylo's understanding of the galaxy and understanding of his place in the galaxy has changed a little bit. 
then you have the opportunity for potentially a pretty interesting conversation between Luke and, and Kylo Ren in, uh, in episode nine. Okay. A couple more on page 79. There is, uh, what I think is a really cool piece from Doug Chang called snow planet throne room. And, uh, the, the comment here from Chang says, what, what would the Jedi killers fortress be like? I was again taking iconic shapes that we know from Star Wars, but putting a different material on them, in this case, turning them into concrete instead of that slick painted metal. Um, and this image is just so cool. Uh, it, it, it reminds me actually of, of some of that art from Splinter of the Mind's Eye because you have Kira down here in the corner and Vader off in the distance. Um, and it just has this like mythic kind of quality to it. And it's really, uh, really cool on that level. Um, but the reason I pointed out is just that I, I love the idea of um, the sort of brutalist aesthetic, which I'm no expert on or anything like that, but you know, the sort of like hard angular kind of, uh, savage, uh, architecture of the empire, um, being, um, brought to life in a, in a sort of like in a concrete and more almost natural looking form, uh, rather than in the, the, the metal and sort of technology, uh, way that it looks in, uh, most imperial, uh, or first order structures. So, it's just kind of taking a look that we're familiar with from Star Wars, um, but using a little bit of a different material to kind of change it up. And to me, seeing that sort of architecture and that sort of uh, that imperial look done in concrete instead of in steel and metal and that sort of thing, um, it gives it sort of... Um, uh, it, it makes it feel more connected to like the natural world or something kind of ancient. Um, and I don't know that we're going to see anything um, that's, you know, kind of returning back to the roots of, you know, the Sith or the Jedi or anything like that. But um, I think it's it, it's something that would be a cool possibility anyway. Um, and, and actually, as I look at this one, I think I don't know if it's more likely for episode nine or if that's something that could be uh, really cool to explore in a trilogy or a series of films that takes place uh, earlier in the history of this galaxy far, far away. So if Ryan Johnson's um, trilogy of films or if uh, the Game of Thrones guys um, series of films are set, you know, further back in time, um, I would love to see uh, some of that kind of architecture and the look of, you know, the dark side, the emperor, uh, the empire, etc. Um, done in a concrete uh, kind of stone, maybe, um, you know, way instead of like the metal and the steel and that sort of thing. Um, I think just changing that material the way Chang proposes in this image can be really interesting in terms of, you know, providing you something that's familiar, but it's done in a different way. And just, just that little change, um, you know, similar kind of architecture, but different material. Um, it, it seems like something that could provide a really cool sort of familiar, but different kind of experience. Um, so that's something I'd love to see. Okay. Uh, last one from the art of force awakens book is forest base. And, uh, this one's on page 86 and is from Ryan church. Um, and this one, you know, uh, not too much to say about this, except for the fact that it features this art of, uh, of a sort of a forest planet. Um, and there's pretty heavy rumors about a jungle planet, um, or, you know, foresty kind of planet in episode nine. Um, and so, uh, I don't know if this was maybe, um, you know, uh, um, Takodana, uh, or what would become Takodana in The Force Awakens. Um, but if they are going to return to the idea of a forest or jungly kind of planet in Episode Nine, this one could be cool um, as inspiration uh, or something that I could go back and pluck an idea from. Do I think it's likely? Not really. Do I think it's possible? Sure. Um, 
what I like about this one is that it features octopus monsters. And again, it kind of reminds me of um, some of the imagery associated with Splinter of the Mind's Eye. But, uh, you know, it seems like most of the Disney era Star Wars films have at least one sort of like creature uh, moment. So whether that be, you know, the Rathars in The Force Awakens or the Borg Gullet, you know, um, or sort of the, the monster during the Kessel Run in Solo. It seems like most of the time we get some kind of creepy creature uh, moment. And, uh, you know, again, probably something different than this if we get a, a creepy creature thing, but this could uh, could fit that bill and could be pretty cool. So, And then finally, uh, I actually have one I pulled from the Art of the Last Jedi book. And uh, this one is... Uh, is Luke Sith Ghost and uh, the the Art of the Last Jedi? It does feature some artwork um, that was done for The Force Awakens that um, show stack and and Lucasfilm uh, in Abrams book Abrams books chose not to include in the Art of the Force Awakens just because they didn't want to spoil um, the Luke Skywalker situation in in Force Awakens. Um, so they went back and put that into the beginning of the Last Jedi art book. Um, and this image, Luke Sith Ghost, uh, features um, the concept of a Sith uh, uh, Force Ghost. Um, and so in this image, this is from, again, from Force Awakens uh, concept art, but it's, it's Luke um, in his, in his uh, seclusion um, on Octo, uh, but there is this this Sith Force ghost uh, from the dark side that's coming back to haunt him or to speak to him or something along those lines. Um, and, uh, you know, Luke, I think, obviously will be a Force ghost in Episode Nine. Um, but I thought the idea of a Sith Force ghost coming back and, you know, potentially communicating with Kylo Ren could be interesting. Now, uh, it could be Darth Vader, of course, or Anakin, but, you know, that wouldn't really count at this point uh, because as we understand it, Anakin has returned to the light side and, you know, he wouldn't really be a Sith Force ghost. But um, there's always those persistent rumors of potentially Emperor Palpatine coming back in Episode Nine. Do I think that's likely? No, not at all. But if he were to come back, I think uh, this is how it would probably have to be done as some sort of Force ghost. Um, I don't love the idea because uh, I don't really like the idea that the Emperor could still be kind of like pulling strings or, or something like that, or kind of manipulating things and controlling things, um, even after his death, uh, which of course, you know, a Sith force ghost, that's what they would want to do. Um, but you know, we've seen spirits and holocrons and, and, and influence from, um, dark side, uh, you know, force ghosts or spirits or whatever in, in, in things outside of the movies. We've never seen anything like that in the movies. Um, and so, I think we're probably going to have a fairly strong Force Ghost presence from the light side in Episode 9 because um, we're definitely going to get a Luke Force Ghost. And it seems likely we would get Anakin or potentially Obi-Wan or even Yoda again as well. Um, just speculation. I have no idea, but it does seem likely. Um, and so it's an interesting idea to consider sort of balancing that out with a Force Ghost uh, from the dark side, a Sith Force Ghost. Um, I kind of personally like the fact that you know, I think the way George has talked about it in the past is that um, because the Sith are, are selfish and self-centered and that sort of thing, um, they don't—they're not—they're not able to do what the Jedi can do and retain their identity after death. And and I think maybe that's a good sort of perspective to stick with for um, Star Wars and and for for this kind of uh, mythology. But you know, that doesn't mean they couldn't. Uh, sort of explore a, a different feeling on that in episode nine. So, um, you know, uh, the idea of, of a Sith 
force ghosts coming back in some way is kind of cool, but it does sort of strike me as a sort of thing that maybe we leave in the concept phase and not actually bring forward into um, the film itself. Um, and so much of this early artwork is about playing around with ideas and, and exploring concepts. Um, but, you know, it's more of that. I, I think it's more of the pie in the sky phase where it's just throw anything out there and sort of see what we think about it versus anything we were seriously considering necessarily. Um, so to me, it kind of makes sense to leave a Sith Force ghost in that realm of just like exploring ideas. But probably um, the further you look into it, the more it doesn't really... Um, fit with at least George Lucas's idea of, you know, retaining one's identity in the force and that sort of thing. So, um, I don't think it's super likely and it's not something that I necessarily really want either. Um, uh, but a, a compelling idea nonetheless. <clears throat> so that's going to do it for, uh, this look back at the, uh, the concept art, um, from the Art of Force Awakens and the Art of Last Jedi books by Phil Shostak. If you don't have those books, uh, you definitely need to pick them up. And, uh, you know, like I said at the beginning of the episode, none of these things are, are you know, things I think we're going to see in Episode 9. They're not things that I'm demanding we see in Episode 9. Um, I'm not going to be disappointed or upset if we don't see them in Episode 9. In fact, I think most likely we won't see any of them in Episode 9. Uh, but, this is the time in the lead up to a new Star Wars film when we have very little information. We don't have a title. We don't have a poster. We don't have a trailer. And yet, again, I'm over here wanting to talk about and wanting to think about Episode Nine. So um, I used uh, Peter Scaretta's tweet as an excuse to pull these books back down off the shelf and, and, and enjoy them again, but also think about um, if there's any connections between um, the concept art for these films and episode nine. Um, and if nothing else, it makes me so excited for December of 2019 when I'm able to pick up the art of episode nine book, um, which will surely be incredible and have, uh, have a unique flavor to it considering it is, uh, it'll be the book looking at the concept art and the development process of, uh, the last film in the saga. So, uh, that should be amazing. We'll be back soon with more Blockade Runner podcast, um, hopefully, uh, you know, with Ryan or uh, with uh, other other guests in tow instead of it just being me on my own. Um, but uh, uh, in the meantime, you can check us out at our website, which is blockaderunnerpodcast.com. You can always email us at blockaderunnerpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, we're on Twitter at Blockade Run. And if you've not subscribed yet on YouTube or on iTunes, um, definitely do that. And if you are over there, uh, checking out Blockade Runner Podcast on iTunes, we'd love it if you'd leave us a review um, if you like the show. So that's going to do it for Blockade Runner Podcast here for 2018. But we're just a few short days away from 2019. And I feel like when January 1st hits, um, it's going to be all about Episode 9. And I uh, can't wait to uh, enjoy the time leading up to that movie um, with, uh, with my friends and, uh, with anybody out there, uh, watching and listening. So we're in for quite a ride and, uh, I hope quite a film. So, um, you know, we will be, uh, continuing to celebrate, um, you know, episode nine and this sequel trilogy, uh, as well as the Phantom Menace and, and, and all things Star Wars here at the Blackhead Runner podcast. Uh, thanks again for watching and we're listening and we will see you soon. <laughs>